space where all the stars shine. Some hold greatness close, keeping out the cold, while others act as a lighthouse, telling stories untold. This is our responsibility as beings of all kinds, to search, to embrace, ride the waves and find all of our stars. This is Star Trek Bait. With Joshua's Lieutenant Canton, Kevin, Lieutenant Commander Kelvec, Chris, Commander Onal, and Tracy as Captain Vigrel. After rescuing some civilians, the crew realized the survivors do not appreciate and neither does a new arrival. So, it doesn't do any consequences or anything because you guys had already backed away, but not too far away. Yeah. So it it shakes a little bit when you guys it shakes a little bit and then you get a message from sick bay saying, uh, Captain, this is uh, Commander Williams. We've we've got a problem here. Okay, what's the problem? They're they're just trying to kill everybody. Okay, uh, security, get a detail down to sick bay. Kelvec, I think you better head down there too and well on my way Canton and I better go too whoever is senior after that has the bridge uh, to tell us you guys show up and they've got some behind the force field but you guys will see that there's a couple dead bodies two or three are of the people that you don't recognize and then like two of them are Starfleet officers and They've got four more behind the force fields where Bill tells you that he wrestled some weapons from them and then threw them into those uh, behind the force fields. The second group, he managed to get the weapons. The first two guys he threw into a room, they used their weapons on each other. So there's two dead, there's two dead guys in a force field. Well, they were a force field. They're dead now. But he and another medical person got the weapons away from the other two guys and put them in separate rooms. He says they tried to ram their heads against the wall in an attempt to kill themselves. So we flooded the chambers with gas to knock them out, hoping their physiology was similar and they are stable but unconscious. Good call. But sadly, they, they just got here... They took out weapons from the side, like they were on their holsters, and just started attacking people. If only we had transporters that could deactivate weapons when they beamed them aboard. Oh, no, they were like knives. Oh, okay. Yeah, they just started stabbing people with their little knives. Not like laser knives? They couldn't deactivate them? (laughs) They were just regular metal knives. Give me, everybody give me a customs check. Two. Canton? One. Kelvec? Six. Okay. Kelvec, you get to describe what is the... They, of course, look humanoid, but they have some distinguishing feature that is some prosthetic or something, whatever. What is that distinguishing feature that this species has? And eyebrow ridges take or Eyebrows are taken and prinkle cheeks are taken. <laughs> they have enormous dinner plate-sized ears. That's been taken too. That's kind Mickey of Mouse ears? No. Oh, come on. Um, 
That's a good one. They have Mickey Mouse ears. <laughs> are they like bat descendants or something? Yes, they are bat, similar to bat creatures, and their ears are up on their. Okay, cool. That's okay. Nice. They are. Let me write that down. Look like a bunch of jackasses. Ugh. <laughs> why? Why do I? Why do I do that? Now that these guys are contained and stuff, what do you guys want to do? I think this is a point where I defer to counseling and security for, you know, what would be a good thing to do here. Uh, you mean Bones McKenzie counseling or anthropologist type counseling? I mean anthropologist type counseling. Well, he is, yeah, I guess he's staying there with you. Canton? I'm, I'm looking to you for guidance. Captain, my captain. <laughs> uh, they've injured themselves. Clearly, they need medical attention. They seem to be suffering from a type of alien xenophobia, similar to uh, the uh, late 20th, early 21st. I'm sorry, 21st and 22nd century on Earth, where it was believed that uh, all aliens should be feared because of their uh, desire to uh, use probes in various ways. I think that more than anything else, we need to establish ourselves as uh, friendly, which will not be easy. So while tactically it would probably make uh, a lot of sense to strap them down into medical tables and uh, treat them that way, I think we'll have to keep them realistically separated, but within eyesight of one another and prevent them from being able to harm themselves until we can actually hold a conversation with one of them. I think that makes sense. And Well, I was also wondering, like, what about trying to talk to like one of them at a time? You know, if we could like gain the trust of one and then help us gain the trust of others. That makes a lot of sense. You know... Not that I'm one for unorthodox methods, but there is a fairly obvious way that we could convince one of them of our best intentions, as well as gain quite a bit of insight on their culture. Are you suggesting that maybe we ask Kelbeck for some help here? Y yes, Captain, I am... Uh, suggesting that. That seems highly unorthodox and unethical. And I don't like it. Well, <laughs> I understand, which is why I didn't come right out and say it. Clearly, as a lower-ranking officer, it's not my place to insist. On the other hand, you know, uh, Ensign Kim and Ensign Belmar uh, are no longer with us in the struggle. I really don't want to see any more uh, red or blue shirt of incense disappear but at the same time you know we saved them themselves it seems we have some responsibility to at least do what we can and I don't know of any other method of getting through such a paranoid society quickly well commander I'm not going to ask you to do anything uh, invasive or to force your, your will upon them but if you could at least relay some feelings of goodwill. Is this what you wish, Captain? Like I said, I'm not going to order it. 
after all this time, all these years, that like this is something that you think is a good idea. It, it's is surprising and startling, Captain. This invasion of privacy, the intimacy, and breaking of trust that this act entails is goes beyond uh, everything that we stand for as Starfleet officers. Captain, we're getting another vessel inbound. <laughs> Sorry, okay. I have to totally leave it right there. It seems <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Everybody take a fake point for being characters. Alright, I'm heading to the bridge. This conversation will have to continue at another time. I'm trying you- to figure out if the two of them have mind melded. Can I do an uh, empathy check to figure that out? I guess, yeah. You've spent enough time with them. Uh, four. And you do have that, uh... Don't you have a stunt that would help you? Yeah, I guess I am getting a read on them, so... Uh, that one, you, yeah. You can read them really good. Five. So five empathy to tell if you guys have mind-melded before. If you have or haven't, I don't know if we have to decide that yet. They haven't decided, but basically... Well, yeah, players don't have to decide yet. Who are you looking at? Just both of them together? Well, the captain's already taking off, so I'm looking at Kelvet. <laughs> Kelvet, give me a discipline check. Really? <laughs> Six. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, I either think they do, think they don't, or... You're uncertain. Clueless. You're... You are uncertain if they have or have not. He is a very hard individual to read. The Tellerite, he is difficult to read in a completely different way. He is usually so emotional that you don't know if it's his societal thing or if it's he's actually being emotional. But he's not in the room right now. But you cannot tell if they have or have not. Okay. Uh, well, well, the captain didn't tell me to come up to the bridge. I'll go ahead and assume I'm meeting up there, so I'll go ahead. Kelvec? To the bridge. Yes. Uh, you guys are making it on oh, the oh, way. Oh, 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 on the way out, on the way out. Yes. Make sure to tell the medical staff, in case you didn't understand. Just do whatever you can to keep them from waking up without harming them. <laughs> Bill will chuckle and say, we're good. All right. So you guys head out. You have a very awkward turbo lift ride. <laughs> And then you head out to the bridge with lights and things, klaxoning, and you guys get there just in time. And it does that cool thing where as you turn out, someone, Tethelis, will swivel on his chair and say, it is not a ship like the one we just encountered. She looks like she is a, a ship similar to ours. And she is dropping out of warp in the next few seconds. All right. Uh, I've already raised shields, Captain. Good. And try to help them. Okay, he's, he gets up from the captain's chair. Of course, when you come in, he swivels, gets up, whatever. And then you guys take your positions. Those ensigns and lieutenants just vanish off stage as you guys take your positions. And a ship comes in. 
It looks about the same size as you guys. Uh, Tactical, give me a some kind of check. What would you like to know about this ship? Anything in particular, or just overall stats? Overall stats. Okay. Inspecticating. Inspecticating. For a five. Okay. She's bigger than that. Her shields are bigger than five. She definitely is. She's not built for war, but she's built, you know, she, it's a very similar kind of ship to you guys. Kind of an all purpose, but can definitely handle herself. You can tell that her power, uh, much like yours, is bigger than five, so you're probably comparable. What color is she? She is purple. So, this ship comes in. What's the nacelle configuration? It is a. You don't see nacelles. Ah, okay. But you can tell that they have a, a nacelle type thing. It's more like, you know, like a, the, the birds of prey where they're not like just big nacelles on the sides. Yeah. But there's obvious places where they activate and the warp field goes around them. It looks kind of like an old fashioned, just like a triangle, but with more sleek angles and stuff. Okay. Uh, you, as you're hailing them, uh, he says, sir, we're being hailed. I'll put it through. Okay. You're sitting down or you're standing up, whichever one it is. Even if you're standing up, you still get your captain seat bonus. I'm not going to be that, like, technical. I'm going to say I'm sitting down. Okay. Lounging, perchance? No. Um, okay. Just sitting normally, I guess. Okay. This is Jarvet of the ship Kino. And you'll see he looks like one of these same kind of humanoids with not Mickey Mouse ears, but large bat ears. I have two questions. I advise you to answer them quickly and truthfully. Question one. What did you do to that destroyed ship? We tried to help them. Their ship took some kind of damage. Uh, we got a distress call. We showed up to help. They resisted us helping them, and they were descending into the they were going to descend into the planet's atmosphere and be destroyed, and we were trying to convince them to let us help, and rather than let us help, they destroyed their own ship. We managed to beam off seven survivors, two of whom killed themselves. We have the rest in stasis and would be happy to turn them over to you. Give me a rapport check. Three. It's not very convincing. Let's see what he gets. He's got a high empathy. Oh, dear. <laughs> that's good. I mean... Oh, empathy. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. That's good. Because if you rolled low, then he wouldn't believe you. So he's he. you see him actually pause for a second. And I'll say, okay, question two. Are you part of the Coalition of Systems? I do not know what the Coalition of Systems is. We come from a fair distance across the galaxy. Um, we're part of a group known as the United Federation of Planets, and we're on a peaceful exploration exploration mission. Give me another rapport check. Wow. That would be a seven. Four plus. Oh. <laughs> well, he's not going to think that, uh, that you're part of that. He's going to say, okay, lower your shields and prepare to be boarded. Any resistance will be met with death. If you do not resist, you and your crew will be transported unharmed to the habitable planet below and be given enough supplies to survive. If we find that your ship has been tampered with in any way, 
one of our ships will come back and destroy your new settlement. He's going to try to provoke. And I, we should have said last, this last time you got to put a, a boost on him that he really believes you. Okay. But he's going to try to provoke you to do what he just said. That's oh, a provoke of four. And I'm going to tell him we are on a peaceful mission, but we will not surrender our ship just because you try to bully us. <laughs> oh, I love Digrel. <laughs> willpower, discipline. I like willpower. Three. Uh, that is, he gets one more than you. Okay. What's the aspect on him? That he believes you. You have a believable story so far. So would that help me if I tapped it? Yeah, you would. That yeah, you would totally be defending against that, and you wouldn't have to. You wouldn't have to do that. Okay. I will tap that aspect. Okay. That was that was that his turn. Yeah. What are you going to do? You guys are at a standoff. Both shields are raised. You can tell his weapons are on the ready. Like I said before, we are on a mission of peaceful exploration. We would love to return the crew members of the other ship and start a peaceful dialogue. Otherwise, we can return them to you and leave your system, but we would prefer to be friends. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Give me a report check, you tell her right. I'm assuming you're trying to convince them. Yeah. In a nice way. You get a plus one. So that's a two. A two. <laughs> They're kind of believing you, but... Everybody give me an empathy check. Four. Oh, goodness, four. Yeah. One. Okay. Kelvac won't get this. Eight. Eight? <laughs> Jeebus. Do you want to go ahead and... They've been talking for a minute now. You want to go ahead and get some kind of aspect on him? Yep. That, that's like Troy-level empathy. Yeah. That's, he actually... actually tell us something really obvious. For Vigral, mm -hmm. you can tell that he has a similar kind of distrust just because... No, actually, it's different than these guys. He's not trusting you so much. He thinks that you're hiding something. But you can kind of tell he thinks that about everybody. It's kind of just a default. Even if they convince him that they're good, he just thinks that everybody is hiding something and they're going to turn their back on him. Canton. Mm -hmm. uh, well, for, I guess, Kelvac, you can tell that he might be angry and they might shoot you. Normal stuff. You're focused. Canton, eight, plus all your stunts. Are you going for motivation or aspect? Actually, for an eight. How about how about I give you both? One aspect and motivation? One of his aspects? Because usually, like with that reading thing, you get to get one yeah, of their yeah, aspects. You get one of their aspects. But, but you yeah, wouldn't get yeah. his motivation. But for an eight, I'll give you an aspect plus a motivation. Sounds good. Aspect of pro-anything anti-coalition. Does that make sense? Yes. Blindly anti-coalition. His motivation is to just destroy anything that has to do... Well, those things are kind of similar. His motivation at this moment is to get vengeance on whoever... It's kind of vague. I say, is that 
had vengeance on whoever blew up the ship. So if no. he those guys over, is he going to kill them? No, no. It's he doesn't. He doesn't care so much about the ship. Does he care about the people? No, he wasn't here for the people. He is run down and just tired of being bullied. That that's a better aspect. Tired of coalition bullying. That's his aspect and his current motivation is. He came here in hopes of destroying whatever coalition vessel was here. Wait. Beat him to it. The other ship wanted coalition help, and this ship hates the coalition. Huh. But they're both Mickey Mouse-eared people. Bat people. I'm assuming, do you relay this information to the captain? I will say, Captain, I could be reading this individual wrong, but Mm -hmm. it seems to me, uh, from what we've experienced so far, that the Coalition is like Federation, only much more militaristic and much less tolerant. Okay. I get the impression from the way he demanded to know about the Coalition that he is somewhat of a rebel at heart, or maybe an extremist. He sees the coalition as the oppressors, while as the people we recovered seem to be fearful and terrorized, but uh, also looking to coalition as the only source of protection and salvation. It may be in our best interest for uh, peaceful negotiations to pursue this conversation not as a point of we want to establish with you as a coalition, but why don't you, uh, you know, or why don't we uh, exchange some information, some you know, maybe tactical ideas, uh, since we haven't gotten to the coalition yet? I think we have a better chance of uh, reaching out to him if uh, we can, without obviously dragging the Federation into a war. Uh, hmm. Establish that you know we are interested in him as an individual and not uh, as a coalition. That's a good idea. Uh, I'm hoping. I, I don't know if that's a good idea or not necessarily, but I'm hoping that at least conveyed the information I got. From what I was supposed to tell you, you read it better than I said. So yes, Kelvec, would you like to add anything to this conversation that's totally not happening <laughs> for him to hear? Sounds good. Okay. You just give your Vulcan slight head nod. Also, if it comes down to a fight, we have a Vulcan, so we will win. (laughs) Vulcan trump card. Okay. Uh, You can tell from your being able to convince him so well earlier, he was Mm -hmm. willing to let you discuss with, with that empathy you got. He was okay with letting you discuss amongst your bridge crew. He couldn't hear you, but... You can tell that he is waiting for a response. Okay. I replied, and I I said that we would happily turn over the crew members of the other ship and have peaceful dialogue, or... He would would have responded to that, I'm not interested in that. I will tell you again. It would be a repeat. So basically, in the time he repeated, he repeated again, lower your shields, any resistance, death. We'll put you down on the surface, not hurt you. Then you guys had this little powwow. Yeah. Okay. Listen, we do not have any desire to have an armed conflict with you. We are not going to surrender our ship. We will leave this space. And if you 
stop us from doing that and force us to, we will defend our ship. But only as a last resort. That sounds like a provoke to me. <laughs> no invokes on the aspects? Not yet. Okay, cool. So right now that's a three on... Or, do I get a bonus on provoke from the captain's chair? That's... No, just rapport, because you're supposed to be saying nice things. Right, so that's a three. <laughs> it doesn't involve smell, so <laughs> just a three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. We could transmit some smell. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I smell like. Take that. <laughs> hmm. he, he feels kind of goaded. Let's see what he does. That feels like almost an invitation. Oh, remember on DS9 when they did that gimmicky, like, hey, look, check out this, like, 3D hologram uh, communicator that we've gotten. Maybe the prototype for that was this smellogram <laughs> communicator. Oh, yeah. Just created here. Yeah. That was, we could say you guys eventually designed that to help you in your negotiations. Mm-hmm. And the other ship has to, like, go up a Can't little just farts at him. <laughs> nice. They can download the app that, you know, helps their ship to receive the message properly. Everything's an app. So you're telling him that uh, you don't want any part, and you're going to go away, and he's not going to stop you? Well, I'm, I'm telling him that we can either talk peacefully, he can let us go away. If he tries to go, if he tries to stop us from going away gonna regret it <laughs> discipline what'd you get i had a three okay he got a four are there any more free taps on him yeah you had both those well There's you two. had at least one that you got from canton and you can you, you can use those not just for plus twos you can use those pretty much as fate points if you okay. invoke his things uh he's gonna say i don't care about that this is the last time i'm gonna tell you you're going to give us your ship, and we're going to put you down on the surface. you got a very nice ship, and we could use your ship. Why do you want our ship? Why do you need it? So you've got a very nice-looking ship over there, too, and it comes in purple. Why do you need <laughs> ours? What we need is not your concern. Someone trying to take my ship is absolutely my concern. And if you think for a second I'm just going to hand it over, you are sadly mistaken. <laughs> the negotiation skills of that's awesome. <laughs> it seems that we are at an impasse. I don't want to, but I will destroy you if I have to. You may be working for them, and I just don't know it. We can't we can't take that. You're already rescuing the people. I would have done the same for you if you were in the same situation. You know, we are a ship that's dedicated to peaceful and helpful exploration. Maybe if you explained the problem to us... I'm sorry, Captain, I hope I'm not overstepping my bound. Absolutely not. If you explain the problem why you might need a ship, maybe we as helpful and knowledgeable uh, members of the Federation would be able to offer some assistance. I think it would be at least worth discussing before a Vulcan blows you up. <laughs> nice. Uh, oh, man. While they're talking, Kelvec, give me a notice check. Two. Two? That's awesome. 
you didn't notice something. Oh dear. I'm going to to you guys while you're talking. They're tactical people. And since it just met it, since it just met, because they rolled a two, because I got a negative two, they put, they were able to find a weak point in your shields. And they can just use that once. And it's, but you don't, you have no idea that it's there. Not yet, at least. They may point that out to us. <laughs> Captain, to help assure you that we have nothing to do with this coalition that you call it, would it help if we send you a record of our star charts for the last few months from our travels so you can see where we've come from? Or I could just take your ship and have access to that already. That's not going to happen. He is going I to... I do not want an armed conflict, but I will not surrender my ship under any circumstances. I'm going to have more of my ships on the way, and we will easily blow you out of the water. Nice use of Earth idioms. <laughs> nice. It is. But every planet has water, I hope. We'll blow you out of the liquid methane. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to try one last time. Oh. A provoke of four. You're not easily provoked. Discipline, willpower? Either one. We'll go discipline. Four. Yeah, he wants to... Uh... Oh, God, you're talking so much. He just wants to shoot you. <laughs> this is what I'm good at. <laughs> and your diplomacy. You're so annoying. <sighs> Fine. I'm going to pay Fate Point to make something happen. Someone's going to appear on the scene. It's Q. No. <laughs> a rather handsome looking Q with a shaved head and slight beard. He's the best looking Q ever. While you guys are discussing, science is going. Not science. Yeah, they are. And tactical. You're going to get a notice saying that another ship is inbound. It's not similar to this ship on that you're talking with right now. Okay. It's a much smaller ship, and it is coming out of warp in just a few seconds. Captain, I see we have another ship approaching. Is that one of yours? Thank you for listening to episode 37 of our continuing Star Trek Fate Adventure. If you like your other episodes, you can do that at burneverythinggaming.podbean.com. We also have the iTunes and the Stitcher. We have campaigns and Dresden files, this Star Trek. We also have one-shots. We have game review shows, all the things you want to listen to. We'd also love to hear from you. Give some feedback, good things, bad things, whatever you want to tell us. We'd love to hear it. BurnEverythingGaming at gmail.com. We have the Facebook and the Twitter. Just let us know what you're thinking. Also, if you'd like to help support the show, help us get better equipment so we can sound better, and also get other microphones so we can get better background noises and all the cool things. You can check out our Patreon. You can also decide like where our one-shots are, what happens to the characters and the campaigns. There's other options there, too. If you think of one, let us know. Either way, hope you keep enjoying. Uh...